0: Have you ever stood in front of your classmates, your family, or an audience and given a speech before? Did you feel nervous? Did you practice a lot before you gave the speech? On today's episode, we'll explore Sojourner Truth, a black woman who was formerly enslaved, never went to school or learned how to read or write, but traveled the nation giving powerful speeches about why slavery was wrong. She even spoke to President Abraham Lincoln about it. Say what? Let's go explore. Welcome to the Explore Black History on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon, and I'm excited to bring you another episode exploring remarkable individuals who have shaped the world with their ingenuity, courage, and resilience. Make sure you visit the Instagram page at Explore Black History and click the link in the profile to see upcoming classes and download the free discussion guide that goes with today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed, please do, so you're notified every time a new episode comes out. Now, let's explore Sojourner Truth. Sojourner Truth was born enslaved to a Dutch-speaking family in Ulster County, New York, in 1797. Her parents named her Isabella Bonfrey, but when Isabella was older, she changed her name to Sojourner Truth. I'll be calling her Sojourner throughout the podcast, and will tell you why she changed her name a little bit later. Sojourner's childhood was not nice. She was sold away from her parents at a very young age, and three more times throughout her years of enslavement. One of the times, when she was 10 years old, she was sold to an English-speaking family for $100 and some sheep, sold like she was an object rather than a human being. Since Sojourner only spoke Dutch at that time, it was even harder going into this new environment because everyone spoke English, a language different from the one she knew. Even worse, her enslaver was very cruel, hitting Sojourner almost every day. She didn't get to go to school or learn how to read or write because there was a law that said you couldn't teach an enslaved person how to read and write. Can you believe that? a law against learning how to read and write. She didn't get to play outside with other kids. No, she worked all day in the fields doing hard physical labor. And as she got older, each time Sojourner was sold, her experience got worse. When she married another enslaved person, the children she had didn't belong to her, but to the enslaver who owned her. This was yet another law. Sojourner had five children, and sadly, she watched two of them sold away from her. This angered Sojourner because she knew that wasn't right. Those were her babies whom she loved all throughout her pregnancy, whom she loved the moment she saw them. And one day, Sojourner woke up and had had enough. Enough of not being seen for who she was a human being with feelings and rights, a woman worthy of respect, kindness, and dignity, a mother with the right to love her children and watch them grow up without fear of being sold away and treated harshly. She said no more and got her youngest daughter, who was still a baby at that time, and walked to her freedom. She said, I did not run off, for I thought that wicked, but I walked off, believing that to be all right. In her mind, Sojourner wasn't doing anything wrong other than exercising her God-given right to be free. She wasn't running from anyone. She walked away to her freedom. So she planned her escape when she knew no one would notice she was gone, until it was too late. I can imagine Sojourner saying, Do you see me? That's okay. I see me, and I know God sees me. I know my worth. God called me, and he calls me worthy, and he called me to freedom, and I'm walking towards my freedom today. She walked and walked and walked until she reached a house. It was the home of a white couple named Isaac and Maria Van Ranganan. They took her and her daughter in and helped Sojourner out. And when her enslaver came after her, they negotiated with him to buy her freedom. A few months later, the state of New York abolished slavery, making slavery illegal in that state in 1827. But slavery still existed in the South and in some places in the North until 1865. Upon hearing the news that New York was now a free state, Sojourner went back to get her young children, whom she had to leave when she escaped. But when she got there, she found out her former enslaver had illegally sold her son to someone in the South where slavery still existed. After the state of New York declared him free, Sojourner True said, oh no, not my boy. And with the Van Wangenen's help, She sued to get her son back. She took her case all the way to the New York Supreme Court. Sojourner Truth became the first black woman to sue a white man and win the case. She got her son back. I imagine her saying, do you see me? That's okay, I see me, and I know God sees me. I might not be able to read the letter of the law, but I know the law, and you're not going to take my son. I will fight for my rights all day long with whoever I need to fight, wherever I need to make my case. I will use my voice to call out injustice and pursue freedom. Though Sojourner never learned how to read and write, She had memorized the Bible from when she heard different preachers teach while she was enslaved, and it continued once she escaped. She worked for ministers and went to a lot of church meetings. At one such meeting, she said she felt that God told her to teach His Word, the truth. And this is when she changed her name from Isabella to Sojourner Truth because she said she was called to travel up and down the land showing people their sins and truth because I was to declare the truth unto the people. It was during these travels that she met abolitionists, white and black men who spoke out against slavery. One of the abolitionists she met was Frederick Douglass. And she saw the work he was doing speaking out against slavery. She said, sign me up too so I can speak the truth about the evils of slavery. I am the perfect one to talk about it because I experienced its horrors and sadness. And with that, Sojourner Truth joined an abolitionist organization in Massachusetts and continued to travel preaching God's word in addition to speaking out against slavery as an abolitionist. Do you see me? That's okay. I see me, and I know God sees me. I know my worth. God called me, and he calls me worthy to preach the word and call out injustices. I may not be able to read, but I feel the spirit, and I know God speaks to me. I've heard the scriptures, and even I know God would call what you are all doing, enslaving his children, wrong. I will speak the truth everywhere I go. Sojourner Truth gave speeches that moved the audience to tears and action. She told them about her experiences as an enslaved woman. She told them why it was wrong in God's eyes for the institution of slavery to exist. Many were amazed at her boldness, mesmerized by her stories, and moved by her passion. She even met President Abraham Lincoln and told him about the evils of slavery. You know, the president who eventually signed the Emancipation Proclamation that freed the enslaved people? She met with him. And during the Civil War, she recruited black men, enslaved and free, to join the Union Army and to fight. She knew they would be motivated to fight as it was their livelihood they were fighting for, for whether or not slavery would be abolished. But Sojourner wasn't done. No, no. She spoke out against another issue she saw as a problem, the treatment of women, and became a suffragist. That is a person who fights for women's rights. She believed that women had just as much right to vote as men, but not just white women, black women too. Indeed, there is a very famous speech she gave at a women's rights meeting in 1851 called Aren't I a Woman? In one part of the speech, she states, That man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helps me into carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any best place. And aren't I a woman? Look at me. Sojourner's speech pointed out how unfair it was for white men to say that you should help out white women and treat them with care and respect, but not give black women that same courtesy and help. She explains that God made both black and white women, so both should be treated the same. When her speech was finished, the audience roared with applause. A reporter who was there published it in a newspaper later. It was a speech that traveled far and wide and had a great impact on the abolitionist and suffragist movement. Do you see me? That's okay. I see me. And I know God sees me. I know my worth. God called me, and he calls me worthy, to preach the word and call out injustices. I am a woman just like that white woman. God made me the same way he made her, just a different color, but both equally loved and valued. Treat me the same way as you would treat her. Hmm, aren't I a woman? Sojourner Truth went through many hardships. Her childhood was horrible. She experienced sorrow after sorrow, but she was resilient, courageous, and determined. Despite what she was told and how she was treated, she knew she was a person of value. She knew she was supposed to be free, and she took her freedom. But she didn't just take it for her and live for herself, but with her freedom, she used her voice to fight for others. She used her voice to fight for her son's freedom. She used her voice to fight for the freedom of her many sisters and brothers who were still enslaved. She used her voice to fight for the rights of women, black and white women, to be able to vote. She used her voice to declare the goodness of God and speak his truth. And with her voice, she made a difference. Woo, what a story. I tell you, Sojourner Truth is an inspiration to me, and I hope she is one to you as well. I am using my voice to tell her story and the stories of many other black leaders and heroes you don't often hear about in school. What will you use your voice to do? Your voice is powerful, and it can change circumstances. If something is not right and you know it's wrong, speak up. Always speak up. That same courage that was in Sojourner Truth is in you. You find an adult who will listen and you speak up. Take care until the next time when you explore black history with me.